Hello everyone, hope you're well. Before we get started with the episode today, I just wanted to remind you about the That Josh James Show live show on Saturday the 20th of May at 2pm at Top Secret Comedy Club. Thanks to all those who have already bought tickets. They've been absolutely flying out. We've got two very special guests joining us for the show. So if I was you, I'd get on it quickly, to be honest, and get your tickets before those guests are announced because as soon as they are, I think it's going to go a little bit crazy. Go to our Instagram page, at that Josh James show. The ticket link is right there in the bio. They're only a tenner, so come and join us. We've got loads of surprises lined up for the show, and we're going to do a little meet and greet after, and we'd love you to be there. So, see you there at the that Josh James live show, Saturday the 20th of May at Top Secret Comedy Club. See you then. It's a comedian. Yeah. It is. No, not joking. Hello and welcome back to that Josh James show with me, stand-up comedian Josh James. I'm joined by my co-host, the one that only, the man of the people, Romford's number one Tyler. It's Chrissy White, aka White Boy. What a guan, son. What a guan, James. Yeah, how we doing? <laughs> I'm good, mate. Been alright? Good, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Busy, busy boy. What's been happening? Had a bit of a bad back this week. Yeah, I heard, mate. Mate, my head fell off. I can't train. I can't play golf. Can't have a rollabout with the missus. I'm like, what else am I going to do? Yeah, that's the main one, the rollabout with the missus. Yeah. That keeps you going. I know that. physical relationship, mate. Yeah, mate. Listen, she's a gorgeous girl. Yeah. Of course. Done all right, mate. You've done very well. You've done very fucking well. Yeah, mate. I had a a gig last night. Get on this. Um, Good gig. I was up the creek in Greenwich and uh, I had a really good set. And um, as I come off, one geezer in the middle got up. Started trying to do a stand innovation. Yeah. Got just up and one. he was like. <laughs> and then everyone else just stays seated. No. Yeah. And yeah, I was that's like. embarrassing. Cheers, mate. Good good for the effort. Yeah, yeah. But I think he said, he shouted at John Marset. He shouted at Own Church. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, cheers, mate. Uh, the rest of the people don't know what you're fucking talking about. New material. About. Old material. Nah, old material, mate. Yeah. Um, well, actually, a few new bits. Got a new bit about Prince Harry in there. Um, I've got a few bits and bobs in there, uh, which I know, but that no, was good. But I was doing crowd work. There was these girls at the front. Uh, like you definitely got better at the crowd work. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's you seem comfortable with that. Yeah, mate. I think. Um, I mean, it's annoying, but some people like like a couple of our mates are like the crowd work. That's your, that's your best thing. Yeah, and I I'm don't like, know oh, mate. Best thing, but I'm like fucking. Hell, I only spend like forever trying to write my write jokes, jokes. You know yeah. what I mean? But, um. The crowd works good because it's pretty, it's pretty like everyone can get on board with it. Do you see what I mean? Is there a system to crowd or do you work? Just wing it, mate, straight off the dome. Really? Yeah. Yeah, no. It's like but no, mate, that's the trouble about crowd work. It's a comedy version of a freestyle, James. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm listen. I mean, our my agency is like there's a lot of black acts in it. Yeah. So I see myself as like you're the minute. ethnic minority. Yeah, I'm the eight mile. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if eight miles from a fucking B rabbit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm B rabbit, mate. Uh so yeah, mate. So that was that was funny, but there was these girls at the down at the right at the bottom. Um like proper I uh, see I love some people going like some of the security like mm, they're getting a bit too rowdy. 
I like people that are just on the right side of Rowdy. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that they're getting involved and they're like, and they were right up for it. I was like, and they're like, well, all right, you know. They're from, from South London, like Bexley Heath and yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, can't go wrong with a bit of South London. And uh, they were jokes, man. But one of them started sticking it on me. She was like, oh, well, an Essex boy like you. Tanked like, up. Not really, mate. It's like fucking opening of the night. So is this the thing, though, with the stand-up? You're trying... People have to be quiet for the stand-up to work. Yeah, 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 yeah. They've got to... Um, they can't be too chatty. Listen, when you're time. doing crowd work, you want someone who's a bit chatty. Yeah. If I'm doing crowd work, I look in the audience and I think, right, who looks, who's talking a lot? Who's a bit loud? Because they give you like funny things back. So is that the balance? So you have the, when you're doing your bits, yeah, when you're doing you your need bits, quiet. I need quiet. When you're doing crowd work, yeah. you need a bit of back and forth. Oh, that makes sense. Exactly. Like like the bird, this bird kept him for, I spoke to her for a bit and, um, I was at, uh, I made a joke, basically. Um, I was doing a joke and for some reason, like, a snot come out my nose. Yeah. And I made a f- joke <laughs> about it, like, oh, that's why you don't fucking take drugs for like yeah, 15, 15 years. years. <laughs> <You know? laughs> uh, they all laughed. And she was like, oh, like, she was like, yeah, that's like my type. And I was like, no, I think what you need. You need one up from a drug take. You need a fucking drug dealer. Yeah, of course. You know what I mean? She's a pretty girl though. Um, character. Uh, but yeah, she was just like, she kept on trying to chirp in. Like I'm trying to, I've done my crowd work with her, but then I'm trying to crack on, you know, and um, she still wants to get involved and she yeah. sort of trap, she sort of stamping on the punchlines. Like your bit's over now, darling. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but they were funny. They were funny. A nice girl. And I like, I quite like audience members like that. You don't want too many like that. Don't get me wrong. If you've got like four groups of them, you're fucked. Yeah, it's game over. But one group, you just got to sham a bit of attention, do a bit of crowd work and then say to them, listen, like you've got to tone it down I now. suppose. And look, it's all about controlling the room when you're up there, isn't it, Jamesy? Yeah, of course People are getting too rowdy. You're the one to tell them. Yeah, mate. The thing is, is when you gig... When you're from Essex and you gigged around Essex, that's how all the fucking audiences are. Yeah. They all want to, they all want to sort of make it about them. They all want to, uh, they're all like, yeah, they sort of, their idea of comedy is, oh yeah, I'm going to get involved tonight. Let's see, see how good they are. Yeah. No, you fucking Shut idiot. Shut up. Shut up and listen. Shut up and listen. Mate, I remember, what was that one you done? It's rumours now. What it used to be called? West One. One of the oh. earliest gigs you've done in Brentwood. And it oh was, yeah. Uh, Loads of people turned out because it was your dough. And I don't think they understood what a comedy show was. Like you sit there. Wait, to be fair, I just started. I didn't know what a fucking comedy (laughs) show was. (laughs) But when I look back at that, I'm like, why did I do that? But look, I was sort of, I knew that you had to sort of concentrate on what's going on. You laugh at that. It was just everyone was at the back just carrying on like it was a normal night out. And there was just a lot of, shut up you at the back, shut up. You know what I mean? And I was, yeah. I'm trying to hush people up. Yeah, I know yeah, you're yeah. doing your thing up there. It's just like yeah. a bit of a break from what was actually going on and what people thought it was. Just yeah, like yeah, a, a cold sound out basically. Yeah, you know people I mean? are fucking clueless. And then our mate, Ginger one, we won't like mention his name. Yeah. But then uh, Lenny Sherman's got this joke. He That's was, it, he was comparing. Yeah, it was yeah. like the other day, I won't, I won't ruin his joke, but he's like my, my black, Asian, Chinese mates. We all met up 
We all went ginger bashing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's funny because yeah, our, <laughs> our mate had shouted something out and he's ginger. Yeah. And as soon as he shouted something out and then he went ginger bashing, I fucking yeah, think that did. Yeah, that was that guy. What was that fella's name? The half Turkish guy. Oh, Shaban. So Shaban. funny, Jamesy. Mate, that, he cracked me up. So funny. Because he said, oh, actually, funnily enough, he was at that other gig that you'd done that I'd done, that you come watch on a Friday's with like an open mic gig. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Where you got up and you, in the break, you spat some bars. Oh man, that was cringy though. <laughs> I was out of my nuts. What was it? I wanted to go. <laughs> like you were like, do you know what, Jamesy? I think I'm gonna get up there and start spitting some no, bars. And I'm that, like, this is what happened, right? I wanted to go to the bar to get another drink, yeah? Cause I was fucking charged up and I'd run out of beer. Right? <laughs> So, you know, it's like you don't stand up in the middle of a comedy show. So I'm like, sort of raised my hand. It was only a small room. And I'm like, can I go and get a drink? And he's like, yeah, you can, but we're going to do something later and you're involved. And it was like, got up there and he was like, what's your claim to fame? That was the thing. And I'm like, I ain't really got a claim to fame, but I'll rap battle anyone in here. <laughs> <laughs> what was it that you, it was a Drake song? Buster Rhymes. Was it Buster Rhymes? Yeah. Um, yeah, man, that was just, mate, they didn't know that obviously at the time your confidence was just yeah, <laughs> through was the roof. Like, you know what I mean? Not warranted though. It was funny. Mate, it was all right, actually. You you might have looked back and think that was cringe. Like, I've got I've got flow, Jamesy. Yeah, you got flow. And I yeah. always thought I was going to be a rapper when I was younger. Did you? I even thought I was going to be a rapper or a skateboarder. Did you ever write any bars? So this was the problem, right? My flow, my delivery was always better than my songwriting ability. Mm. And uh, it was just like, I was trying to figure out what sort of niche I would fit into and just all of them just come back like, mate, what is this geezer doing? You know what I mean? No, but that's the thing is like, when you look at people like Devlin. Yeah. Like Morrison. Example. Example. Like, you could have done it, mate. I could have done it. You could have done it. No doubt I could have done it. <laughs> right, you could have done like, it. Because you, you would have had a unique angle, you know what I mean? My life has just been a series of just about getting there and just not pulling the trigger. That's yeah. what I've done my whole life. It's like not, just not believing in myself, you know what I mean? Until more recent years where I'm like, yeah, I can fucking pretty much do anything I want. Yeah. You know what I mean? If I put my mind to it, I know I can do it. But it was like low self-esteem, crippling anxiety, and I just used to not do things. Yeah. But... Um, yeah, mate, mate, when when you was on that stuff, you did. I mean, I remember when you called me once, and I was just got off the phone. I was like, "What's that conversation I just had with him?" Yeah, you fucking gone, mate. <laughs> <laughs> just mate, gone. You bell me. You like Jamesy. Like I know everyone else would just fucking laugh at me, but you, you like you're the person to speak to. He's like, I want to quit my job and just start making stuff. <laughs> I'm like, what? I'm like, what? He goes, yeah, yeah. I'm going to get warehouse and I'm watching all the stuff on YouTube. I just want to start making stuff. I'm like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm listen, I'm all for you doing something creative. I'm like, but are you going to make money out of that? Maybe don't quit your job just yet. Yeah. You're like, I don't know, like, I'll find a way. I'm like, cool, sweet. All right, see you later. That's just that level of obsession. Like, yeah. just cling on to one thing and just go mad for it. My missus actually said last night, I'm talking about golf. So the Masters is on at the minute. Yeah. It's a big weekend for golf, Jamesy. I know it's like, this ain't a golf podcast, but big shit's happening. And this is when the golf courses start getting rammed. Because everyone watches the Masters. They think they're fucking Brooks Kepka, You know what I mean? Who's oh, really? Is it like that? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And they all start coming down. Like, I went over there yesterday. It was fucking rammed. Like, hacker central. No one can even hit a ball. But um, basically, 
I said to my missus, oh, this whatever, talking about golf. She's like, don't worry, you'll be doing something else this time next year. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's Although the golf you've had, you've done for a while. Oh, golf's going nowhere, mate. Yeah, mate. Because it's got... Lin- the podcast might be the new thing, though. Could be, mate. Yeah, which is... Appreciate you having me on board, by the way, mate. No, really mate, do. listen, welcome, man. Yeah, mate. Welcome. Obviously, we got to let you, you know, got to know you better in the first episode you've done. You come on as a guest, a few things have changed. And, um, you know, my, all, my always my longer term goal was... When it got bigger was to get you on I know, as look, another co-host. We have been in talks from the very beginning. Yeah, of course, man. Yeah. It's like we flirted with it. Yeah. But then I didn't want you to, because you got a lot on, you know, and you got a lot going on in your life. I was thinking, listen, as a mate, you're like, yeah, I'm bang up for it. But as a mate, I'm like, I don't want to be taking so much of his time and getting him on board with something when it could be a flash in the pan. Do you know what I mean? I appreciate that. But look, I like what you've done with it, mate. Yeah, mate. I like what you've done with it. Yeah, and we've got big plans for it. Mm. We're, and I'm excited. I'm excited about it. I mean, we can't say too much about what, what, where we might be going and what we might be doing. But um, it's all exciting stuff. It's all exciting stuff, mate. It's all exciting stuff. There's something I was going to say then. Oh, I fucking forgot, man. Mate, my memory's terrible. It's all in, mate. Yeah. Yeah, mate. It has got better lately, though, to be honest. So Short term, long term. Bit of everything, really. My long-term memory is a joke. Yeah. I remember everything. And then, like, I had a chat with my missus last night. So I went and priced up a job for this geezer. He owns, like, a chain of these restaurants, local to me. Woke up this morning. I'm like, oh, guess what job I priced up yesterday? She was like, you told me. And that geezer who runs some shops. I was like, oh, fucking hell, did I really tell you that? Yesterday. And I forgot mm. straight away. But, like, I remember a time when I was embarrassed when I was, like, five years old and I can't shake it. You know yeah, saying? my mate, mate, that's yeah. it. My short-term memory, fucking, can't, where I put that, I can't remember. Yeah. Then I'll just be walking down the street having a lovely day. Yeah. Oh, remember that thing you'd done when you were 13? Yeah, you remember that girl that rejected you when you were 12? <laughs> and then I'm walking around the rest of the day, like, manic In depressive. And everyone's yeah. like, what the fuck's the matter with you? I'm just like, leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mate. Sarah, fuck me over when I was 12. Mate, I'm a, such a deep thinker yeah. that I just like, I mean, I've called you out about stuff before and I'm like, mate, I just got to get this off my chest. Yeah, but how it? many times have I been like, mate, what are you even thinking? Yeah, about? I know, like, mate. That's the most ridiculous thing ever. Yeah. But it helps getting it out. It does help getting it out. Mate, you know what? I'm really, um, I'm really impressed with society and how like mainstream talking about mental health and stuff like that has become. It's become like really normal. Yeah, yeah, remember yeah. back in the day, it was like, you old man, what? I was <laughs> talking about feelings. You know what I mean? <laughs> Bury that. Don't let me catch you crying. Yeah, and all what, that. what are you trying to tell me? You're gay? Yeah. <laughs> Is that what you were trying to exactly No, no, that. Dad, I'm just like feeling a bit down. Worried about him, so he's a fucking iron. Oh, mate, I remember, uh, yeah, I remember having a chat with my dad once. I'm like, oh, I think like oh, like my drinking's getting a bit on top or whatever. Like, I, I just, I don't feel good about it. You know what I mean? Um, and he sat me down. He's like, well, you, you're doing it every day? I'm like, no. no. It's like, ah, you're all right. <laughs> I'll do it every other day. I'm fine. Look at me. Yeah. When I think about my dad, I've said this before, but my dad, my grandparents, like, my, my I mean, my dad even now, just... He just wouldn't talk about his feelings. No. I can imagine your old man exactly the he's same. He's got better. Has he? He's but they're just got better. they're just cut from a different cloth, mate. They are. They're cut from a different cloth. My old man's one would be like, because uh, he was fucking aggy, yeah, when I was younger. Proper, proper strict, proper aggy. Like, all my pals used to take the piss out of me because of the shit. Like, 
I left a towel on my bed once and he bailed me up when I was at Lakeside and my pals made me come up. <laughs> Pick the towel up and put it on the on the towel rail. Oh right, mate, mate. I got that you're, slaughtered. Mate, listen, but what I would say about other people's dads, especially within your friendship group, like your old man is he's a fucking big lump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's something where I just would not want to get on the wrong side of him. I was terrified of the man. Yeah, mate, mate I'm scared of the man. Why do you think I come home from Lakeside, JT? Because I didn't <laughs> did want to go home. I come home, mate. And we'll drive home. Back and train. Nah, this was before driving. Yeah, trained it. Must have been a train and a bus. That's like an hour and a half sitting there like fucking. You see, hell. the common sense thing would be like, Dad, just fucking pick it up pick yourself, mate. Pick up on a thing for me. I won't do it again, one of them. Yeah. It's just like, nah. Nah, nah, nah. Get on. his bonnet about it. And his thing that he used to say to me, we'd be like, mate, this is a bit much. Like, occasionally yeah. we'd say that. It'd be like, you don't know how easy you've got it. Yeah. My old man would have done this. And it was like yeah. that next generation, like my dad's dad, granddad Laurie. Jesus Christ, mate. Talk about fucking lunatic. Yeah. He was just a proper horrible geezer. Yeah. So my old man's was like nice. Did you like him? Like, was you was he soft for you? So he's the only one of my granddads to still only one of my grandparents is still alive. Oh really? Oh, most horrible one. Fucking Grim Reapers, shit scared of him. Yeah, probably. yeah, probably, mate. Yeah, like all the all the rest of my grandparents were like so lovely. They're all gone. The only one that's left is my dad's dad, and he is fucking hard work. Mate. Really, mate? <laughs> yeah, hard work. Yeah, you see, the most hard work out of my grandparents was my nan. Yeah. And she, w I mean, you've seen all the videos of her. Yeah, yeah. She was just a fucking she. cannon, mate. Yeah, yeah, she didn't fuck about Like, where was your granddad from? Was it Stepney? My granddad from Stepney, yeah. The the the, the tough one, the crazy yeah, one. Yeah, 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 Stepney. So my mum's- I wonder if it's something to do with the area. Like, I mean, when I think about our grandparents' situation, I mean, how my nan grew up in like one of 13, like all sharing one room, fucking no money, like- Post-war. Post-war, they've been through the war. Like, it, of course, they're probably going to be like that. Think how soft we are. Or yeah. like how soft our kids are. Yeah. Like, the problems that my boy thinks is like the end of the world. It's like his iPad run out of battery. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah. Like, yeah. different level, mate. Yeah. Different level. Back then, it was like, we've got a tennis ball between us. You know what I mean? It was like buzzing off the smallest thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, I suppose eating was a thing of like, oh, actually, yeah. there might not be enough food to go around. Like, that's a realistic- Got two vegetables today. Yeah. Like a bit of boiled bacon, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then there's us, like when we're fucking 21, going and putting whatever in our body. Not even that, wasting food. Back then, it was yeah, like, you yeah. did not waste nothing. Today, it's like, like, so we got an Indian last night. My boys ate like two pieces of chicken. An hour later, it's like, I want porridge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you yeah. doing? No, Cheerios. That's it. He's like, can you go? This is what he said to me, four years old. Daddy, can you go co-op and get me some Cheerios? I'm like, fuck <laughs> off, mate. No. Been grafting all day. It's a it's bank holiday Friday. Been out grafting. Like, Cheerios are the one golf. Cheerios are good. Cheerios um, are yeah, mate. When my nan used to come round, um, like, she used to go, oh. Look at your house. You're so lucky. Mm. And all like, you know, because I'll say my dad was the first one out of our family to like, I suppose just not have, being like a fucking real. Yeah, be a success. Yeah. Like not being like a real working class, like a fucking uh, bit hand to mouth sort of existence. Yeah, yeah paycheck right? to paycheck. So when my nan used to come around, but oh, this house is lovely. 
Oh, isn't you lucky? You've got that nice car. I'd be like, man, do me a favour. Fuck off. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It shouldn't be a shut up. You. Yeah, but, like, like, but now I look back and it. I'm like, fuck yeah, man. Like, yeah. a comparison to what you had, mm. I was so fucking lucky. Like, like my granddad, like granddad's in the fucking war. Like one of them's a postman, one of them's a builder. Got no money. And then they're like, right, you two, country's never giving you fuck all, but you got to go fight a war for us. Yeah. My granddad used to tell me stories about- but they done it happily. They was buzzing for it. So yeah, they just done it. They just done it. And I'll tell you what, in all the, like, all the years, I know his granddad, like, I mean, a pretty raw deal that they got, really. Yeah. Never once moaned about it. It was just like, we just done what we had to do. Yeah, like how lucky we are that we were born when we were born. I mean, when it was going to kick off with Russia and all that, loads of my mates are going, I won't fucking go fight for this country. I'm like, listen, I think I feel differently about it. I'm not saying I'm like some brave guy, right, or whatever. I'd be shit scared. Of course I would. But where I've had my grandparents that went and done that, I'm like, listen, if we went and we had a third world war, I'd just go do it, mate. I'd go fucking do it. I'd go make myself do it. Yeah, but look, that's that camaraderie. You imagine... The whole country had to come together because they was coming for us, mate. Yeah. It was only just over the water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like in yeah. Calais. Were like, they not either white? Mate, they, I know they come close. Ain't no history buff. Yeah, I did yeah. watch that World War II in Colour though. That's a fucking Yeah, that's opener, good, mate. yeah. I don't know. Imagine yeah, how like, different they it They were coming. Now. We had to band together. It was like the geese are going to fight. The women are going to run everything else. Fuck the kids off to the countryside. Both my grandparents got um, evacuated. Oh, did they? Living yeah. Out in like... I don't know where they went, Canterbury or fucking something like that, out in the sticks. But yeah, mate. My nan said during the Blitz, Nanny Peggy, that I think one day they come home or whatever. Like it was the Blitz when the bombshell come home and like literally their whole fucking house was ironed out. Leveled, gone. Everything Just gone, want, mate. Which weren't a lot anyway, gone. I mean, it's like what people in Ukraine are going through now. Yeah. But probably worse because you've got social media flicking through Instagram. Everyone's like posting in front of private jets and these geezers are just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rubble, their kids are dying. Like, yeah, that would be sore, wouldn't it? Mad, isn't it? When you think about like the disparity from like proper war-torn poverty to like yeah. other people who are just absolutely balling out of control, like doing for, nothing to help. Like for my nan, like imagine it's hard, like having your fucking house just like obliterated. Yeah, I can imagine that's but pretty But imagine <laughs> that happens on a Wednesday, right? And you're like, oh, fucking house has been ironed out. And you go on Instagram and you see all your mates are sheesh. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, oh, for fuck's sake, why can't I live in Essex, man? That was a little bit tough. <laughs> yeah, with that geezer that looks like the pumpkin. Yeah. <laughs> the old man. <laughs> oh, I might have to cut that bit out. He looks madly how he looks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mate, Definitely have you ever been like sheesh? I've been sheesh a few times, mate. You've got the, geezer, the big hench geezer that owns yeah. it. Bit scary. Definitely scary. Yeah, definitely scary. And then I think that there's a King Sheesh. King Sheesh? There's King Sheesh. He's is the that, one with the bald head. Is that what he's calling him? He's got the veneers and he's just well tanned. Is that his Instagram name? I think it's King Sheesh, yeah. King Sheesh. Yeah. Oh, that's a bit much, isn't it? Yeah, no, but mate, that's just like, I think if you're in that world, it's like Wayne Lineker. Like if you spend your all your time there, that's like normal. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Wayne like sees himself as normal. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, look, that's it. You become a product of your surroundings. Of course you, you do. Of course you fucking do. So, but yeah, I was going to say about my dad. They, um, they are just cut from a different cloth. Like, when we were talking about the gay thing, like, I was thinking that generation, they struggled to get their head around that, didn't they? Yeah. 
that is a bit like like you know now the trans thing for us we're really like yeah. god this is a this is this taking a lot of my thinking like i'm struggling to get my head around what, it. like the non-binary the non-binary they, thing they or them. they them i'm like uh, mate uh, that for me I, I don't think i'll ever make sense of that in my head it confuses me sounds like delusion to me mate well listen that you know well how about this my boy this morning he's sitting there he goes how come only boys have these points <laughs> it's willy yeah and i'm like i've now got to educate him i'm like right so there's two types of human being male and female right i'm like Males, boys like me and you, have got willies. Girls like mummy and your nanny haven't. That's facts. But what in a few years' time I've got to say, oh, but then there's like five or six other different types, depending on what they feel like they are inside. It's confusing for a young kid. Yeah. But what do I say? Mate, I don't know, because I don't understand it. I don't, understand I don't know how either. to understand explain it to my son. But like my dad, they I feel like they, they obviously, you know, great. Obviously, same sex people now get married or whatever, but they still have taken a long time to adjust. I remember once my dad's about 65, and there's a comedian on the circuit that I knew had a drunken one night stand with a fella. Oh, really? Yeah, and it sort of made, I made him realize he was gay and he came out to his dad about it. He was 65. And I told my dad this. And he was really confused. And he was like, oh, how did he take it? <laughs> like the arrow stat. <laughs> what are <done> you? <laughs> so, yeah. Jokes. Um, yeah, but do you not think that geezer always knew he was gay? Mate, I don't know. But everyone goes through a different thing, didn't they? Mate, everyone goes through a different thing. Like, we used to have a jacuzzi, right? Yeah. I don't know if I should share this. Definitely do. But I used to sit on the fucking jet that come up. Put your old boy on it. Yeah. yeah no, 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 my bum hole. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> I like you. I got, but when it was about 13, 14, I just got into, do you know what I mean? Like pulling yeah, myself around the room. Blasting your bum hole with a jacuzzi jet. And it's getting there and I, I used to really, like, really enjoyed it. Yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, I've had thought sometimes, maybe I would, you know, but no, I look at a bloke and that's not, that's yeah, not but a look, bit of me. This is the thing, mate. There's a difference between liking your arsehole tickled and being a homosexual. Yeah, because some blokes, they're into women, but they like bum stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, look, I think of it this way. I don't want no beard scratching my face. Yeah, I don't like, I like, you know, when I see we give each other a hug, I don't get yeah, anything yeah. out of that. That's pro, man. That's pro. <laughs> <laughs> you know what what sort of fella would there. you be with though, Dretton, if you was with a fella? Well, look, like I said about the beard, it'd have to be like hair, definitely hairless and feminine looking, which just makes me think I'd rather just be with a woman. Mate, because you know, sometimes with the, with the gay blokes, you get one that's like really blokey yeah. and really feminine. Cool. I think where you're proper bloke, I reckon you'd be with someone who's really feminine. Yeah, but look, you say I'm proper bloke. Like, I don't feel like that inside James. <laughs> no, <laughs> but I think, shit. I know, but that, that's It's all how, a bravado. No, of course. But uh, what I've learned through the stand up. Is how you see yourself. Like people go to me, oh yeah, you're like I've been classed as like proper Essex geezer, like by reviewers and that. And I'm like, when I think about my like when I compare myself to our mates, to other people I know in our world, I'm like, I would never call myself like I'm not a geezer. Do you yeah, know so what, what I mean? you're saying? Your perception of yourself is different to what other people see. Yeah, as, and yeah, as, well, as well, like within our world, 
I'm not really a geezer, am I? Nah, but come in, across in, that way, though. In that comedy world, I am more of a geezer because people are not like that. Do you know what I mean? It just shows like, how much broader the world is. Mate, exactly that. From where we grew yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some people just never leave. <laughs> mate. They don't know anything. Mate, a there. lot of people around here never leave. But it's like they go Marbella, Ibiza, maybe Vegas. Yeah. And they think that's the world. Mate, the world map for fucking people around here is Marbella, Ibiza, Villamora, yeah. if they're feeling a bit fucking Cla- exotic. Down the van in <laughs> Vegas. Vegas and, is a big one. And then they might do a once-in-a-lifetime trip to fucking Walt Disney in Florida. Oh, yeah, of course. No, that's a standard. And if they're feeling a bit old, like Thailand. I feel like if you didn't get taken to Florida when you was a kid, you probably were neglected a little bit. So I was looking at doing a, I was looking at doing a trip once with old Ginger Tone, who we mentioned on a previous podcast. He got loads of messages by that, by the way. I know he did, yeah. Yeah, like people were messaging his West Ham group. You get shouted out. You get shouted out. <laughs> on that Josh James show, I was like, oh, that's quite funny. Um, but yeah, um, I've got to mention this as well. He's talking about he might be a, he might be best man for one of our mates. Yeah. And he's talking, he goes, oh, I don't really know what to say. And we thought he was going to be like, oh, cause like he's not a confident public speaker or whatever. He goes, you know, cause most of the things I want to talk about, they're illegal. That's <laughs> <laughs> funny. Uh, but what I was saying, yeah, we were thinking about going to Thailand once. Me and him, I'm like fucking hell. Thailand? Yeah, just me and Tone. Yeah. Thailand's yeah. good. Yeah. I've been all around Southeast Asia, mate. I love it. Mm. Culture shock. Yeah. This week's episode is sponsored by the one and only Kettle Club. Kettle Club is one of the UK's best luxury watch dealers stocking the finest timepieces in the country. From Rollies to Patiks to Cartiers, if you're thinking of treating yourself or a loved one with something special, then you need to get onto Kettle Club. I know these guys personally, and not only do they run a fantastic business, but they're also genuinely great blokes. I've also bought uh, jewellery and watches off them in the past. So they are Josh James certified. Give them a follow on Instagram at kettle underscore club or check out their website, kettleclub.co.uk. You can also visit them in their Liverpool Street store located just next to the Anders Hotel by Liverpool Street Station. Not only do they sell watches, they also buy part exchange and offer a polishing service. Listeners of That Josh James Show can receive 15% off of polishing services when you quote That Josh James Show on your inquiry. So if you want to make that kettle looking brand new again, get onto them. You get 15% off if you're a listener of this podcast. That offer is brand dependent. So guys, go check them out. And a big thanks to Kettle Club for joining the journey, joining the team and for sponsoring the podcast. Um, yeah, have you seen this news story about fucking the bird who's pretending to be Madeleine McCann? You know what? I did see this. Mate, mad old thing. I see her on... Um, I see her Good on... Good though, isn't she? Mate, I think she's mentally not that well. Oh, 100% she's mentally... That's disturbed. like my comment of saying I fucking thought a 20-year-old was fit. Let's have a look at it. Woman who claimed she was missing. So she's getting all these followers on like Instagram and TikTok and that, right? And loads of, loads of people I know was following her. And people were like, oh, is this, do you need a DNA test? I'm like, it's obviously not fucking Madeline, Madeline McCann. Like, obviously. Have they DNA tested her? I DNA tested her. Of course I did. Well, she's come back straight negative. Yeah. And her mum's like, she is. Oh, this is Madeline her McCann. here. Oh, no, she's not a good sort. I'll take that back. 
Julia Wendell, 21, drummed up a huge Instagram following after creating an account called I Am Madeline McCann and even obtained a seal of approval to get a DNA test from Maddie's own parents, Kate and Jen, Jerry. Um, the woman who worked the world into a frenzy after claiming to be Madeline McCann has broken her silence for the first time since the DNA test proved she isn't. Fucking obviously. Julia Wendell, 21, drummed up a huge social media following, blah, blah, blah. Um, convinced she was the girl based on key identifying features of her eye and on her leg, self-professed psychic Dr. Fear Johansson involved herself in the case as a spokesperson. After getting her results, she ex she had expected the pair of falling out. Julia alleges that 40-year-old was simply using her to grow her own following and to attract more business as a psychic yeah, mate, There's got to be easier ways of drumming up an Instagram following than something as outrageous as that. It's fucking madness, mate. I mean, yeah, they come back. She was 100% Polish, not one bit of scouse in her. <laughs> They like said, like, fucking... Oh, my God. What, has she got a proper Polish accent as well? Yeah, pop, 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 yeah but the thing is, if they, take, if they take a Maddie at her age, what was she, like, seven? To Poland. To Poland, she's probably going to have a Polish accent. Oh, mate. I mean, yeah, a telltale sign is if she's growing up in fucking Poland, she's like... Is there not any photos of this girl when she was, like, seven, eight, nine? So that's her there. Uh, to be fair, to be fair, I can understand maybe why people would have thought that maybe it was a... Yeah, but how edited is that photo? But I think she's just... And now she's got a new account where her previous uh, one was called? I am Madeline McCann. A new account is... Am I Julia Wendell? <laughs> <laughs> Mate, yeah, yeah, yeah. you need to go see a therapist, girl. Seriously. Yeah, you are. You're not... Am I Question mark on the end um, of it. Yeah. Am I fucking... Mate, yeah, you're not Madeline McCann. No, am I Julia Wendell? Mate, what's the with these people? And now, right, she started firing into this private investigator. Listen, you're you're the one who's like saying, oh, you're just trying to get big off my name. No, you're trying to get big off fucking Madeline, Madeline McCann. McCann's name. Look, I'll be completely honest, mate. The whole Madeline McCann thing from the very beginning, like, you can't leave your kid alone in yeah, a hotel man. room. Yeah, I mean, like, it's terrible what what's happened. So they've what? Did they get backlash or was it like... Yeah, mate, of course they've got backlash. I mean... But they're okay now, right? Everyone's forgiven them. Um, Listen, it's, it's one of these ones, isn't it, where... It's one of these ones where um, they've lost their kid. So it's like, oh, like, that is the worst thing to happen. Like, I've got massive sympathy. But they lost their kid. But it's like... I don't know whether maybe they should have maybe got in trouble because like for me, he was in the car the other day. He fell asleep in the car, right? He did. Yeah. And she was like, I'll leave him in the car. Just let him sleep in the car. Oh, f yeah. 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 And we're like, okay, we lock the car. And then I was doing something. I'm like, but I still want to be able to see him in the car. Yeah. So I'm in the kitchen and I'm keeping an eye on him. Like I can see I've got eyes on him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I went to the toilet. I'm like, that. I don't feel comfortable with that. I can't see. I know he's in the car. No, it's locked. Um, I know he's just having his nap, but I was like, I need to have eyes on him. Yeah, of course. Uh, Look, uh, once you become a parent, you've got one job, really. Don't lose the kid. Yeah. Everything else you can sort out. You need eyes on. Yeah, I mean, there's more rules to that. I mean, don't touch it. Cool. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Of course. What I'm saying is... <coughs> like, to touch it, but it's not in like one of them ways. Keep the child alive. Make sure it's fed. Eyes on, don't lose it. It's just like, it's basic stuff, mate. Yeah, you got Not to like, it though. Tell you what, park him up. We're going to go and have a few lagers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, now he's having tapas. 
Tapas. Yeah. I wonder what it was like. My mate Laura Smith got a great joke. Tatas Bravo. She goes, no, to be fair to the Americans, they love their kids. They absolutely love their kids. <laughs> Not as much as they love Tapas, <laughs> but they love their kids. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate. But what, what I want to know is why have they taken her... <laughs> Why have they taken her and not? Um, why have they taken her and not the other two? What? There was other children. There's two other kids, two other younger ones in there. Really? Mm. Didn't know that. Yeah, mate. Shows how much I pay attention to the news. Yeah, I mean, you it's probably pay search parties. You pay as but MSP. I mean, I don't know. I don't know to what extent they're still out there but they've never nicked anyone for it or I think there was this German guy that they sort of nicked for it but that never come nothing or, I don't know but listen sad situation but they were going back like every 10 minutes to check on the kids uh, but how long I just ago was this uh, this is some years ago man so she's 21 it's when we were kids she went Mrs. she went missing when she was 7 7 about 6 21 seven. pretending she was a so it's a long time ago man. yeah a long time ago man. but it's still yeah. in the news is what I'm saying yeah but I mean, I, I listen. I hope for the parents' sake, for her sake, she shows up one day. But can't see happening. Nah, man. I think that ship has sailed. Yeah. Yeah. But I just made her fucking quickly a like an Instagram account like that can take hold. Maybe that's what we should change the name of the uh, follow at that Josh James Show uh, Instagram. By the way, for all exclusive clips, we're going to put more up up there soon but maybe that's what we need to do to get the amount of followers up on that just call the account I am we are Madeline McCann that Madeline McCann show that Madeline McCann show question mark yeah. <laughs> that Madeline McCann show and we just we just investigate it or be like special guest this week Madeline McCann yeah that'll work that'll that would get some following. listeners that's very clickbait isn't it yeah and we just get like a girl that looks like a like episode mate I wonder whatever. if we could get her on probably mate yeah <laughs> oh what Julie Wendell or whatever she's Julia got. Wendell, yeah. Let's see if we can get Julia Wendell on. Yeah. She can sit here. Yeah, mate. Fucking be like one of the meetings, wouldn't it? <laughs> Maybe she is on something. I don't know, but... She's not well, mate. She's definitely not well. She's not well, mate. But did you have a new story for us? Why, uh, mate, so I saw this thing. Let me get it up. So have you heard about this? She's like a 78-year-old bank robber. And she just can't stop robbing banks. Really? Yeah, somewhere in America. Um, I think it said Missouri. She's off key. Here we go. 70-year-old Bonnie Gooch, which is just fucking Bonnie Gooch. Hilarious. What a name. Bonnie meaning like good. Gooch meaning the space between your <laughs> vagina and bummer. <laughs> Bonnie Gooch handed bank tellers a note before robbing them. 78-year-old woman was caught trying to rob a bank yesterday afternoon. And it wasn't her first time. Bonnie Gooch from Missouri, US, attempted to ro rob the Goppert Financial Bank in Pleasant Hill yesterday, April 6th. So she's got like five previous convictions. She's got a gun. I think she just bowls in there, bold as brass, like, give me your fucking money. Really? Yeah. She's been nicked. There's a mugshot. She's old, mate. She's got zero she's teeth. Got no teeth. She's on the meth or something. Well, she wouldn't be that old on the meth because that takes you out early doors, doesn't it? Yeah. Maybe she just has a little dabble every now and then. Yeah. Probably when she comes out of prison, she has a little blast, robs another bank, goes back inside. I know a lot of drug addicts would do that. Get that first buzz again. And a lot of people institutionalised, don't they? They just love the prison. Exactly that. But yeah, fucking, a lot of these banks in America, they ain't like what we're used to, where it's like you can't get to the thing. No, it's well open. It's just like open. Yeah. Because everyone's got guns in there. They use that as a security. 
Oh, really? Yeah, but well, what like happens if someone's got, got a fucking gun? gun. Yeah, the security guards have got... Mate, they, don't even get me started on the whole gun thing in America. Mate, like, mad. Mate, see them stats? Schools get shot to pieces most weeks. Yeah. I looked at some figures. I, I can't remember the numbers. It was like 160 mass shootings in one year. Yes, mad. It's like... That doesn't happen in England. Why do they always go for the schools? This is what I don't get. Is it bullying? Bullying. People, oh, mate. People are bullied so badly that they just fucking lose their marbles. Yeah. Go get their old man's gun. Go back to school. Be like, you, bang, you, bang. Yeah, mate. If fucking guns were illegal in this country, I took the piss out of a lot of kids in school. Like, I'd be getting yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. bullied through the, the edge. Mate. Yeah, I've done some horrible things. Yeah. Proper horrible things. Yeah. Actually, there was a kid that went to my school, ended up stabbing someone in home church. What, a, like a, someone who was bullied? He was a bit of a, like but a revenge he's a few, I don't know if he's a bit older or a bit younger. Um, but like they, he stabbed someone in home church and a bit of a recluse. And he had plans to like go back to his old school and like. Stab a few teachers. Yeah. And Head obviously it was my school. So. Oh, really? Yeah. But what was really funny was watching it on the news and my mate at the time, his mum was really funny. She was like, one of these mums, you know, like real nosy. Yeah. And we're watching it on the news and she's like, I'm just popping it out to get something. <laughs> Jackie, her name was, she's a funny lady. I love, we're watching it on the news. <laughs> we see her, <laughs> Geese's doing a report. We see her drive past really slowly, like <laughs> looking at <laughs> <out> her. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, she's like, around the corner like I know where that is he literally he's around the corner from his oh, house Jackie, and I used to go around there a lot yeah, it was like the old cool. hospital in Hornchurch you know by the station yeah 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 just down there opposite Sanders uh, that's where it. my boy plays football does he it was Sanders Saturday mornings yeah yeah yeah. mate good little school nice facilities Freddie Sears live around there I'll tell you what does Sanders. happen though yeah such a dusty hole I kick the ball around I end up getting like dust on my laces, Jamesy. I'm having to wear like not new trainers to take my boy football. Mate, you got to be wearing old trainers to the fucking little kickers. Yeah, surely. but it's inside. Yeah. Plus it's basketball hoops. So I like wearing the Jordan so I can like attempt to dunk every now and then. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I have the right footwear on. Of course, mate. Of course. Still can't dunk. But yeah, I, do you know what? I see some, I've done this photo shoot yesterday for this Edinburgh show that I'm doing. And nice. like I walked past this pub, right? And there was this like real like, I mean, a bloke had like fucking no bar on it, but he was hanging on him. You could tell they were like the goths or the geeks at school, yeah. right? And like real, they're not really talks. Purples. Purples, yeah. Just like real down and outs. And I thought of this question, which I'm going to ask you. Think of like the most nerdy kid at your school, right? Got it. Yeah. Like there's a group of them, yeah? Yeah. They're the little firm, right? Yeah. What if you could drink responsibly and like a normal person... Right, but the only time you could do that was if you went out with them, with them nerds. Would you do it? Nah, <laughs> I'd stay as I am. Nothing to do with that. Like whenever you drank, you had to go out with <laughs> these like neeks. Right, if you'd have asked me that question maybe five years ago, when I was still trying to drink and use drugs successfully, I probably would have said yes because I would have taken anything. Yeah. Now I'm out the other side. Mate, I wouldn't trade it for nothing. I'm glad I'm an addict. Yeah. I'm actually grateful for the fact that I am an addict. Yeah. And I'm out the other side. But look, five years ago, I would have took that all day long. Big chain hanging down, spike boots, Mohican. Or you could drink responsibly, right? But you could only do that when you was with Madeline McCann. And you had to have all no, the questions Julia of- Wendell. 
No, no, but like it's a real Madeleine McCann. Yeah. And you had to have people like all the time coming up to you. Is that, is that, is that Madeleine McCann? Is that Madeleine? You're like, no, I'm, fuck off, I'm just trying to have a I drink. I just had to deny it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can we have tapas? You can have tapas, yeah. Although she might, she might. She's probably a little bit traumatized by tapas. She's probably a bit like, fuck tapas, man. Yeah, yeah, I don't like tapas. Funnily enough, Latasca. Do you remember Latasca? There were loads of train, chains yeah. round. They went down the shitter when the Madeleine McCann. They really? Yeah, I think that's people were just like not, not having tapas. Bad, bad, Mate, bad. The Latasca in Romford has been replaced by a. Um, fuck, what's the name of that restaurant? Zizzy's. Zizzy's. Mate, I took my boy Dead. there after because it's right by the arcade there and the bowling alley in yeah, Romford. Yeah, yeah, it's quality. Mate. I was there yesterday. Oh, it's pucker in there. Mate, mate. the arcade's brilliant. Yeah, mate. yeah, it's banging, mate. He loves it in there. Cost me a fucking fortune. Yeah, mate. Well, with him, he's like 18 months away. Yeah, mate. Zizzy's, if I had to give that a rating right now, one and a half stars. Pony. Yeah. We should give a shout out to Pizza Express. We like a Pizza Express. I like a Pizza Express. Always delivers. Look, I consider myself a bit of a pizza connoisseur, James. You know that. If you want to give a shout out to a pizza restaurant, Pizza Pizza in Leon C near South End. Jeez. Nice. Slap. Proper, That's authentic, sh- Neapolitan. You know the guy, don't you? Yeah, and look, not even just plugging him. It's good. Unbelievable pizza. Mate, I tell you what, we'll have to go down there, do an episode down 100%. there. 100%. By the seaside. 100%. Having a pizza. Yeah, mate, he's good stuff. Really good stuff. That's a switched on guy. Yeah, mate, I like pizza pilgrims in Shoreditch. Pizza pilgrims goes off. It's lovely. You tried home slice in Shoreditch. Uh, no. More Hoxton. Nice. Banging. Yeah. Absolutely banging. Yeah, I, I love Grimaldi's, tried that in New York, Brooklyn. I went to Grimaldi's. I went to Best Pizza. Guy called Frankie Pinello. He's all over YouTube. Right. There's a lot of Vice stuff. That was unbelievable. Mate, um, I'd say give them their juice. Pizza Express is up there with one of the best pizzas I've had. Pizza Express is decent. You know what I like about Pizza Express, mate? It's reliable. There's one 081, actually. I should give him a shout out in Peckham. Uh, he used to be in Peckham Levels. He's moved now. I think he's got his own premises somewhere in Peckham. He's from Napoli, right? Yeah. And fuck me, mate. Like, he makes pizza like yeah. Them Italians do it different, but look. So we've got two different styles. Are we talking Neapolitan, which is what pizza pizza is, or are we talking New York, thin, crispy? I can switch between the two. Oh mate, listen, either raw. But for me, mate, it's got. It's got. One. I like a thin base. If you had to pick, I one. like a stone baked like Neapolitan. Yeah, Neapolitan is your. Yeah. So you don't yeah. mind it a little soggy in the middle, or do you like it crispy? Uh, a bit soggy in the middle. Of it, yeah, right? yeah, that's you, Neapolitan yeah. style, mate. Honestly, but listen, man, I'll have, I'll have any. Only problem with that is, mate, I'm off the carbohydrates at the minute. Oh yeah, I haven't barely had a carb for one month. Yeah, I'm trying to get rid of this belly, man. It's driving me insane. Get this. I've been googling liposuction. Have you, <laughs> mate? <laughs> don't do that, mate. <coughs> mate, get one of them gastric bands. What old fucking Arch got? I don't need a gastric band. It's just my love handles, man. Mate, I've got I cannot fucking... get rid of these love handles. Mate, it's driving me I'm mad. always going to have love handles. I got down to 12 stone last year for a holiday. Mm. My Belly stomach bang on. Was, was down there. I, I'm not doing abs, but you could see my abs. Yeah. And I've just got a fucking love handle. Muffin top. Listen, my physique is like a fucking teapot. Yeah, I know, but I can't accept it. Yeah, but mate, I think you're the age now. You're 35. It's going to be hard to get rid of them. Unless... I have surgery. Liposuction. <laughs> well, listen. Look, how obsessed am I with body image? That's the uh, that's the question. Yeah. Am I that obsessed that I'm, imagine like a Turkish liposuction? Yeah. Mate, you'd come back and new barnet, wouldn't you? New teeth. <laughs> no, no, fuck that. I'm all right, I'm all right with the barnet. 
Well, listen, I think that's uh, that's it for another episode. I'm looking at my fucking wrist, but... Um, you haven't got a watch on. Just a reminder, guys, Saturday, 20th of May, we've got a live episode of that Josh James show at Top Secret Comedy Club. Tickets are flying out for that. I've got two very special guests joining me um, on that date. So you want to get in there before those are announced because, um, yeah, you all know who they are um, and you're going to love it. Um, thanks again to our sponsor, Kettle Club. And give it up for man of the people, Rumford's number one Tyler, Chrissy White, aka White Boy. Thank you so much, White Boy, for joining Thank me you again. Thank for having me, James. It's been a pleasure. And um, yeah, make sure to rate it five stars on Spotify, rate it five stars on the Apple Podcast, share it all. We had a little break, but we're fucking back. We're rocking and rolling. And we want to see you on Saturday, the 20th of May. So make sure you get your tickets. The link's in my bio and also on the bio of That Josh James Show on Instagram and TikTok. So yeah, lovely stuff. See you all next week. <laughs>